the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. Every Sunday night, Oscars, Super Bowl, and this, I believe, is our second annual. Nope. Second biannual. Yes. Two years ago, we were live on Easter. Second biannual Easter. It's our first ever second biannual live uh, Liberty Hour Easter extravaganza Boy, and Rhythm and Blues Review. That's a, mouth, that's a mouthful right That's there. right, but that's accurate. And you know what? I had something to look forward to today because I have to tell you, I don't like the new uh, America 2.0. I don't <laughs> like it. All right? And I particularly... It's supposed to be called Canada America 2.0, by the way. If you can't... Right, right. But if you can't tell, I have a problem with authority. No. It's something I've always had. And I uh, particularly don't like it when it's cast upon me by people who I view to be not just socialists, demigods, but hypocrites. I don't like hypocrites. I never did. I don't like hypocrites I'm related to. I especially don't like short, chubby the kind who snap a femur on the way to the john. I really dislike the J.B. Pritzkers of the world, who I consider to be half men. See, they're not men the way most of us are. J.B. Pritzker doesn't understand what it's like to be an American, what it's like to be a man, what it's like to depend on nobody other than your wits, your work, yourself, your creativity, and your labor. He doesn't understand. Ever since he had the baba and the little diapers on, he was always a billionaire. Now, some of us could blame our moms. I knew if mine would have picked better, I'd probably be taller. However, we have to play the cards we're guilty. So I don't fault him because he was born of a a rich loin generation. I don't care. No, but you could fault him for not doing something better with it. I fault him for the hypocrisy in the way in which he commands we live versus the way he lives. And I don't just mean because I... He demands we put a mask on and he doesn't wear them, probably because they're too appetizing. I really dislike it when it's from corrupt Democrat mafia figures. That's the part that really fries me. The idea that these people are where they are because of their own character, their own attributes versus their own pocket and their own corrupt connections. Now, in the mix recently, we had somebody slip under the radar. Now, sure, she's the triple threat, as Dan Prof likes to call her, little Lori Lightfoot, right? She's a minority, she's a female, and she's homosexual. It is the trifecta of 2020 political power. 
So people tend to forget little Lori Lightfoot has been around for a while. She's not really that new to the scene. In fact, she has been around and been participating with all of the establishment Chicago Democrat mafia that not only has ruled the city, you know, the ones the guys in Bridgeport pretend doesn't exist. They just all are real good at working at the CTA. I'm talking about the one that has bankrupted the rest of the state. And we pretend is a vibrant well-run city and we ignore the crime statistics we ignore the drug problem we ignore the failure because it's chicago and it's on the lakefront it's got some pretty buildings and now they've exported the ghetto and the crime is rampant throughout the city and yet no one is willing to criticize chicago due to the triple threat mayor they're afraid to be called a racist a homophobe a misogynist so they walk around but here's every once in a while the hypocrisy is so bold that even they cannot deny it now you'll have to forgive me i know this is old in fact i believe it the story broke monday morning Macbeth, after our last sunday night show and this particularly irks me because my wife is a hairdresser i don't know if i told you that my wife who has worked from the time she's 17 to explain that head my head yeah we argue a lot Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so anyway, she has been put out of business. Not yeah. only her. Yeah, basically. Not only her. There's all her friends. We're talking, mm-hmm. you know, not just the hairstyles, the nail people. And this is an industry. And the landlords aren't getting rent. No, no, no. It's, the, the, Utilities aren't getting paid. The, their trickle-down failure. Oh, it's unbelievable. Is, is, and it's also trickle-up. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's significantly, it's almost all trickle up. Right. But because they're going to, they're going to send your wife an unemployment check if she files. Yeah. We don't want They're, they're going to, they're going to send somebody who's furloughed an unemployment check. They're going to give yeah. a small business owner a loan. But what about the, the guy who owns, you know, 40 commercial properties? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> he's, he deserves it. He's in, a rich capitalist. In, enjoy bankruptcy. So this, this irks me because I know these people well. You, you know, it's a, it's a small community. The, the, the beautician community, it's, it really is quite small. So you get to know the other people, the other nail people, and you get to it's understand. like radio. Actually. Right, and, but you get to understand their personal situations and how much most of these people, I'd say 95%, not only enjoy what they do and do a wonderful service and provide a, a wonderful service to the masses, but need to work. And with, with a whim, with a wiggle of their, their wand, they cast people into absolute and total bankruptcy for lack of a better word if they don't have the the benefit of being of of managing their money well or being married to somebody who makes money you 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 literally throw these people out to where they are not only not making money but feel that they can't they're afraid because you've now threatened them with actions against their license that the state uses as a revenue generator so if you're going to be in this business, you spend about $1,000 a year on your license and different things, and you have to do continuing ad, and they make you pay for all that. So they make you jump through the hoop. So now what they do is they threaten you. And if you get caught in a beauty shop, and even if it's your sister's hair, and you're cutting the hair, the village can come in, and they can fine you, or the state could come after you. And I want to say it's $5,000. Now, you know what a, what a $5,000 fine is to a hairdresser? How many times they got to cut somebody's hair? And a two-year suspension. So not only do they cast upon you with this, uh, this technocrat-run statistics, where we'll get into that later about how they're wrong, they're, how wrong they are already, 
but they threaten you and make you afraid to earn a living or to provide a service. And in the meantime, you know what they do, Macbeth? They go get their hair done. Yep, and cash your check. So I know a lot of you have heard this, but I'm going to do it. it just, just give me a little uh, uh, latitude here. The woman who cut my hair had a mask, had gloves on. I'm the public face of the city. I'm on national media, and I'm out in the public eye. And, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a person who I take my personal hygiene very seriously. As I said, I felt like I yeah. needed to you look like um, you have do. a haircut. Now, aside from doing the low-hanging fruit... And noticing the fact that I, it's either a goiter problem or somebody is choking her and she's got the buggy eyes. Or the fact that when I see her, I'm sorry, you're not the face of Chicago for me. In fact, you're just the face of everything wrong with Chicago and the political corruption that has destroyed it to me. So I'm not going to do the low stuff, you know, the, the dry heaves and the whole nine yards. I want to take a shower every time I see her. Not going to do it. But what I am going to say is, how dare you? You want to be demigod. Who do you think you are? You take your hygiene well and the rest of us be damned. I'm going to tell you something. I never thought I'd see this in this country. Now, we can get very specific and we can get all into the money and to the socialism and into the statism. I could tear it apart left, right and center. But this is a crucial part of it. How can you say you never thought you'd see this in this country? You've been predicting this for three years in the air. With but me. I didn't think it would be during my, I didn't think it would be this fast. You didn't think it would be accepted as easily. I can't believe where are the lawyers in this damn state and this rotten, corrupt ghetto city? And that where are up, they? That brings up another interesting point, which I was going to raise to you in the pre-production meeting that we never have. Um, the... <laughs> Uh, there's insurance issues popping up all over the place. And I, I'm trying to get some sort of insurance guy to interview on one of these shows. And and nobody even knows what the implications are yet. Workman's comp issues, if you don't have access to personal production equipment, are they even going to allow people to work Here's in the, states where you know they can just change the workman's comp laws and then it affects your... This tyranny has been made, it's made up. Their power is yeah, made up. Self-inflicted. Okay, so I, I, I couldn't believe how all of these so-called conservatives, the Illinois Republican Party, the fat cowards that they are, you two, and I'm specifically talking to you, Bill Brady, pudgy, what are they doing as this gets shut down, as the real ramifications to the individual lives are destroyed, and at the same time, this troll of a woman in a man's suit has the audacity to claim her hygiene and her desire to take care of herself above anybody, any of us. It's outrageous. And they sit there in these mannequin talking reporters who are so excited to show off their houses to the public, and they just repeat the line rather than attack the premise. This is the problem with this country. Not the fact that overnight a switch was flipped and we're socialists. We're all living like Soviets. It's that there is no pushback against these self-described and appointed demigods. 312-642-5600. Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. It's the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows well, Macbeth, Fauci looks more like my aunt than my uncle. He um, predicted 250,000 deaths possibly in America through the COVID. I tell you, I was reading the thing. It's 63,000. Oh, 
wait, that's the regular flu. Never mind, this is 20,000, they say. 20,000 dead of COVID-19, 63,000 dead of the regular flu, 61,000 dead last year of the regular flu, but you shut down everybody's business, you brought the economy to a halt for 20,000 dead in a country where 7,700 people die a day. So a little fast math, that's what, about 2,000 less than three days of death in America? Yeah, that makes, about, that makes a lot of sense, but you could, get, you could catch the virus. It's all very dangerous. Life is dangerous. Life is finite. We're all going to die. None of us have the authority to impose that on someone else. This country isn't founded on the authority of these frauds, these failures, these fat, twisted demigods taking over our life. This is America, damn it. What the hell are you people doing? Walking around with your masks on and your gloves. Tell you what, I never thought I'd see the entire country turned into a coward. I never thought I'd see it. Patrick, thanks for calling the show. Hey, listen, I might be barking up the wrong tree, but the mayor gets a haircut. Uh, that's a pain in the ass to begin with. But I want to know who cut her hair and who else's you know, hair is she I saw. Cutting? I read that. Here's how, here's how it got broken, Patrick. It was a young girl who cut her hair, and the young girl tweeted a picture while hugging her as I think that the, the, the mayor had the hair that she cut in her, in her pouch, in her sweater. It was either that or she has a pot belly as well. But she's very <laughs> hygienic and really cares about her appearance. I never saw a more slobbenly woman in my life. Well, I think Patrick's like point is, is... In her is size this, 32 short suit. Is this someone who has sort of been cleared to go around and, and cut hair for influential people during this? Of course, listen, here's the thing, Patrick. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an atrocity, but in this kind of a city, in case you haven't picked on it, picked up on it it isn't what you do or how you do it it's who you know and that's every single job every single contract this is anything but legitimate this is a democrat mafia hub the problem is at least when i was a kid the mafia guys were all well dressed and looked like men now they're women who are slobs and look like men i can't figure the damn thing out i was gonna say at least you had half it yeah she's kid- not kidding anybody in her off the rack suit from the men's warehouse edward thanks for calling how are you yeah, uh, I was telling your screener here, uh, did you see the, uh, speaking of the mayor, the uh, translator next to her because of that uh, Crawford uh, smokestack coming over a Little Village? If it would have gone south where it saw more whitey, like in my area over here, it's mostly white over here. I wonder if she would have had the same press conference. I don't know. I, I, I thought you were talking about the mime. We were talking about the mime? With no, the... there was a Comet uh, uh, electrical plant smokestack oh, that they uh, yes. tore down. Yes, yes, remember? yes. Yes, yeah. I do. That was a yeah. while ago. Yes, I do remember that. Listen. Yeah, I'm... so she was a little bit worried because of the uh, pandemic, you know, that sure. stuff going over there. It had nothing but to do with But I wonder if the... she would have had the same one. Yeah, well, it had nothing to do with the demolition company that gave her the contribution or maybe had Ed Burke as the lawyer. Probably had nothing to do with it. I'm so sick of pretending this is a legitimate city. Really, I'm just fed up with it. It's one thing when we can operate our business and we can focus and we can earn a living and let this skullduggery that we pretend is a, is a government go on. It's another when you force good people into house arrest and you wave your finger in front of me as you profit and as you dictate rules to me, you walking punchlines. And I didn't even talk about that absolute half-man, J.B. Pritzker. Here's a guy, you're going to shut me down? Come in my business and shut me down, you moron. Greg, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, good. How are you, Sean? I'm aggravated, Greg. I am so aggravated. You're aggravated. aggravated. I go into a Walgreens today to get a vaccination. I have a referral 
I get there at nine o'clock. It's Easter. Nobody's there. Nobody thinks it's Easter anyways. The state's destroying churches. Well, haven't you heard the the American government called Easter off? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So I go in there and I I talk to the pharmacist. She can't give me a shot. I'm the only one there. Can't give me the shot because it turns out that Walgreens wants to suspend all vaccinations, elective vaccinations for now, because they're worried about the COVID crisis and, and, and a lot of people that might be congregating in the same area. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, everything's screwed up. Now, how many people that need maybe a biopsy that may be elected are having all this stuff pushed off? Oh, everybody. How many First people all, are being destroyed in this? Trump called, said and, it on fr- Friday. He said it on Friday from the podium. All elective surgeries are done. That's it. This but is, here's the, here's the thing. The, well, Greg, they shut down the world for a, for a virus that even when you tear apart the statistics, when you go to Italy, when you look at it, the average person who died, 72 of ill health, the average person in America who dies, obese, diabetes, lung problems, prior illnesses, cancers, we all die. You shut down the whole damn world for a flu? I don't care if it's killing. Listen, if it's taking out 10%, you still shouldn't shut down everybody. I'm sorry. Life is about risk. It's why we leave our house. It's why we live our lives. It's, it's, it's Sean, a ridiculous thing. thing. This is the thing. When this thing comes back, what are they going to do? Oh, shut it down again? These are, the problem is, these guys are jokes, right? We all knew they were jokes. And I know you were talking about end of days, and we were laughing about this being Macbeth, you know, on, on the call screen. But, you know, it, 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 it's sad. You hit the nail on the head. It takes... How does an empire die? How does a country suicide, die? Suicide, baby. One complicit person at a time. One complicit person at a time. It's suicide. Everybody's caving in this, and I can't understand why. Greg. Nobody will fight for anything. Thank you. Well, we still got the AM560. This is the only place I hear this. Because I hear a lot of this national stuff, these moron, pseudo, faux conservatives who, who parade around this populist nonsense without understanding that's a scheme government, too. They're selling you another line of BS. This is bipartisan scumbag failure right here. And this will go down in history as not only the, the straw that broke the financial camel back in America and destroyed capitalism forever. This is the moment you lost your life, your liberty, your freedom, and your right to your own existence. There, there, did you see that, that moron? She's got the leather on. She thinks she's all that in a bag of chips, that governor in, in Michigan. The old, she, she'll be, she should be in a singles bar somewhere in Vegas. Yeah, she was like yeah. outlawing uh, yeah, car mo- seats for being no, uh, you sold. Can't, you can't go to each other's house. Yeah. You can't drive to your, you can't go to each other's house. Now, I'll tell you what, brother. Now, it is stupid to go to somebody's house if you're not sure what their situation is. But it's also not constitutional in any way for the government to tell you it can't go there. None of this is. You have the right to live as an adult. You don't talk to me like I'm your kid. You don't tell me anything. You give me the information, I decipher it. I decide. And if I think you're full of it, then I ignore it. And by the way, I'm ignoring it. I'm ignoring it right now. So if you want to send the Gestapo to my house, I'll be leaving tomorrow at 9.30. Just come strong. Bart. Thanks for calling. How are you? Hey, Sean. Always glad to talk to you, baby. You too. Hey, the girlfriend said, uh, can't we do a citizen's arrest, some kind of class action suit? Because she's a bartender. I'm a guitar player. The government's picking winners and losers. Yeah. I mean, it's everything's being taken from us. Are you using and me as a date no right now? 
Are you using me as a what? date prop? Am I like an aphrodisiac right now? You got the girl in the car, you're you on the are date. You are always an aphrodisiac. Yeah, yes. see, I, I, would, I, I would feel so much better <laughs> if that was coming from a woman's voice. But I'll take it, Bart. Thanks for calling in. And here's the other thing. They're making it up. You cannot look at this fraud, J.B. Pritzker's chubby, portly face, and see that he doesn't know what he's doing. He's making it up. You know, I, I was expecting a big pushback, Macbeth. Here's why I'm really upset. I've been upset since Friday. Friday was the 30 days of his executive order. The law is very simple. That means it's over, the executive order. That was the time for the Illinois representatives, even the ones in their miniskirt, Don Harmon, the ones, uh, the, the, the representatives, to fight for the people in their districts. That's when you say, look, you shut these businesses down for 30 days. People are going out of business. Restaurants are collapsing. The supply chain ramifications of what you're doing is already resulting into food being thrown away. You can't do it. So we're all going to go back to work. That's what I thought would happen. I believe there was a, a chance that that would happen. Instead, these fraud state representatives who just sit on their big derriere and wait for their pensions to kick in did nothing. And I brought it up to, to Proft. He actually laughed at me. Said, Come on, what do you think is going to happen here in Illinois? That's why, brother, you know, it's a shame. I can't even leave and go to Florida because my wife is terrified. Because what they're not talking about is the criminals they released. They're already robbing trains, businesses, people. Car thefts are up. It's all up. You let out all the criminals. Now you've increased crime and you're just not talking about it. Who's going to do it? Chuck Gowdy from his, from his pretend office in his house? I don't think so. Tom, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Oh, yeah. I'm dealing with it, man. Tom, hang on. We're going to hold you. I'm going to hold you over, Tom. Don't hang up. I I, got to look at the clock. You know, I'm all, I get fired up. That would help. I'm never going to be a good slave. And if you're going to be a good one, then turn the station. Because we're not going to put up with it here. We'll be back. 312-642-5600. You're going to get used to wearing them chains after a while, Luke. But you never stop listening to them clinking. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. So many failures, the predictions of the of the destruction and the chaos, and then instead of them just being wrong, which they always are, and they are again, they're somehow going to take credit for being wrong, as if they helped us. Oh, thank you for bankrupting us. Thank you for putting us on house arrest. It's all for our best interests. It's all for our own good, in which you can never prove that fact. They can never prove it. They should have been. I I mean, the idea that 63,000 people have died this year of the regular flu and not one person mentions it. Not one. All right, Tom, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm torqued, man. It's aggravating. Go go to the grocery store. You know what? I I never would have thought that otherwise Real men got, would be turned into hysterical women. I go to the store, and a guy gives me a hard time because I don't have a mask on. And says, you know, you're not going in that store. And uh, I said, well, yeah, yeah, I am. And uh, nothing says badass like nitro gloves and a mask. <laughs> and uh, so I, I say, uh, he's, yeah, he says, you're not going in. And I said, you know what, dude? I can close it. I can close that social distancing in a minute. So I start walking. He starts backing up. Gives me a hard time about the Trump hat. My uh, my my end shot is I'm, I'm going in there, and if you use the bathroom, make sure you sit down to pee. And then I said some stuff I can't say on the radio. 
Wait, 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 wait a minute. You had, me, you had me all the way up to the tough guy. I was buying it all in until you said you sit down to pee. What the hell happened to you? No, you him. Oh, him. Oh, okay. I, oh, no, right. I told him. I said, you know, next time you, well, I cleaned it up. Next time you take <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, yeah, uh, make sure you sit down. Yeah. Okay, good. I so, uh, yeah, so it ends up, it's like, uh, went to my parents for Easter. Dad's a retired cop. And when I get off the phone with you, I'll be strapped, concealed, walking my dog, drinking a beer. At I'm gonna make you Coleman. feel. I'm gonna make you feel good, Tom. I I always go to the store. I have not changed one thing. No gloves. No nothing. No. Nope, I text my wife every time when I'm leaving after doing inventory. You need anything? And you know she's Italian. I'm, I'm so going she needs uh, thir- Thursday. She needs something every Thursday. Day. I, right. I'm getting on a plane, uh, going to Florida. And Wednesday, we're actually talking about playing some 16-inch softball. Well, you, listen, you got to be careful about Florida. They want you to stay for 14 days. Believe me, I, I have a business there that I run. There's a whole thing. You better be check that flight before you go because they have a thing where they want you to stay 14 days. So, But uh, you look on that in your own time. Anyway, thank you for calling. But I'm going to make him feel good. After I go to Mariano's, um, there's a little old man there, and he's wiping the thing and he's got the gloves and the mask on Macbeth. You, I've seen you love we shot the white hair and uh I, he goes this one's clean sir now i always hate a problem with this man you don't know what this guy did in his life you know you're calling me sir i always feel bad i said listen buddy you don't have to worry about me i don't buy a, a, a lick of this he pulls the mask down he goes i spent three tours in korea <laughs> he said i'm not worried about this and if this is how god wants me to die then that's how god wants me to die yeah and i thought to myself what a crying shame that this only is in the spirit of a six, 60, what, no, he was probably in his late 70s. You know what, 78-year-old, 80-year-old yeah, man. That's the Korean age. And 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 you know what, though? He's going to take more pride in cleaning that cart than somebody who believes it wholeheartedly who's 25 because he grew up with it with a sense of, of duty, then you I, know, with a sense of responsibility. Okay, somebody gives you a job, you do it, you do it well. I went to the, I went to a Burger Boss, I think it's called something else now, on North Avenue by the house for the kids. Whatever. And there's some guy in there, right out of Oak Park, right out of the Subaru where you can't tell who he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? He looks like a short Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, he's got a marathon sticker on the back of the car. He's got the mask on and the gloves. And I come walking and he scurries in the corner. Get in the corner, you moron. I, 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 See, really, I want people to do that I'm just I'm trying generally. to catch this, by the way. I'm going to tell you right now. I want it now. I'm pretty I sure I've already. I've, I've, something knocked me down the first week of January. I think we, we talked about that. I never get sick. And I never get sick for more than a day or two. And something knocked me down for eight days back in January. And I, I, I would say I would, I would bet a, 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 a fair amount of uh, my pride on the fact that that was probably this stuff. When you look at who's, who this is killing, and it, every death is a tragedy, there's no question about it. It's, it's killing people, people who, who were on issues. the ledge anyway. Yeah, maybe even not on the ledge, but but who already had serious issues. And you notice how they vo- especially lung issues. And you know what I can't stand about the news? They avoid giving thing? you specifics. So they tell you these two cops died, and that's a tragedy. Yeah. Nobody wants to see them die. Tell me about them. Well, they were fifty. Well, uh, what did he look like? Because I, I do know a cop used to come in the cigar store in River Forest. Yeah, knew him very well. Yeah. and you know what? When he put his Hawaiian shirt on over his his uniform because he didn't want to get caught on the job, you know, so right. he put the Hawaiian shirt on. He looked like a Volkswagen bug. He was three sixty. <laughs> if he was an ounce, I'd be more surprised if he's alive than dead. It's outrageous to me. All right, Rob, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hi, uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a comment. Uh, I'm not an attorney, but maybe you know about this, or maybe some attorneys listening. I, I think if if a federal official uh, arrests somebody for being outside um, 
or even gives them a ticket, then by definition, don't they have to declare martial law? Same with the state. If a state official gives you a ticket or, or they've, they've usurped, down, to the, down to the local... They've usurped what you're what you're going for, and I hear a lot of people repeat this. And they'll also find law. something else tangential that they'll that they'll charge you with. The executive authority, reckless endangerment, or yeah. something general. The executive authority, when you read it, pretty much makes these governors gods. It's a shame, Rob. We don't have the protection in that constitution. By the way, I was just looking through my constitution and my Declaration of Independence. It does say this is only if there's not a virus. It does say the Constitution oh, and the Declaration of Independence. It only applies. If a 360-pound governor says it's okay. It's outrageous. 312-642-5600. No one in Washington is listening. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. This is The Liberty Hour. I appreciate all of you letting me get this Illinois frustration That's really old news with little Lori Lightfoot, who has the audacity to claim she cares about her appearance, which I thought was a punchline from one of the new comedy specials. But uh, apparently it's true. But there is silver lining to COVID-19. I was looking at at the news as, unfortunately, you're forced to do. You know, this is another great scheme. They've got us under house arrest, and they pump in this constant propaganda for 24 hours, and they wonder why things are like this. But um, they brought out the original scarecrow, Tony Preckwinkle. And there's a lot of downside to the COVID-19. However, she had a mask on. So thank you, COVID-19. Thank you very much. Because the only thing I kept thinking as I looked at Tony Preckwinkle's face was it needs a candle in its mouth like every other jack-o'-lantern I used to know. It's out Outrageous. But here's what J.B. Pritzker has to say. To be very clear, this virus doesn't care that you're bored and that you want to hang out with Careful, your friends. Careful, you're starting to sound like a man. It doesn't care that Careful. you don't believe that it's dangerous. The virus could care less if you think that I'm overreacting. Well, me and the virus, we got a lot in common, fat boy. We got a lot in common. Because I don't care what you think or what you say or what you decree. The only problem is I could go to prison for that now, right? Whereas the land of the free, the home of the brave. This is a free country, isn't it? You remember all that? King of your castle. King of your castle. You're a damn slave. You're a damn prisoner. And this moron and the hypocrite put you there. And I'm sorry, that goes for Trump. A very good friend of mine, dear friend of mine, sent me a text. He's like, you know, my wife wanted to ask me if you're a Democrat or a Republican. I told her neither. I said, you damn right. I the only thing is, you know, Macbeth, you said it. I've been calling this for years. We should we could do the, every week we could just do. And I think it would probably come off a little arrogant. We could do the Sean was right to our segment and we could go over the spending, the, the economic failure, the government seizure, the backdoor nationalization into socialism. We could go through the the the, the Fabian collectivism where now we're up. Oh, I hope Dr. Fauci. I hope Dr. Fauci says I could go back to work. When I was a kid, you know who worked for the government? People who couldn't get jobs in the real world. And that went for doctors. The only doctors that would work for the government are guys who were barely out of butcher shop school. The real doctors went on to their own private practice and became very wealthy. 
But now we are all beholding to Dr. Fauci, who has the full faith and confidence of every American. And you don't know a damn thing about this guy, except he's some political chameleon who has managed to sit on his derriere through what? Four presidents and four different administrations. Yeah, that's the guy for me. There's a reason that this country isn't based on, on a technocratic policy where experts and scientists get to decide how to do things. And don't worry, for all of you who are, 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 want us to get very technical on financial, I'll get into why that doesn't work in the finance world as we turn our eye to Steve Mnuchin and Peter Navarro. Morons. Frauds. And by the way, they're wrong. And all the money that's supposedly going out, how it already went out to their friends. Steve Mnuchin's little fraternity boys. You think that they waited? You think they have to fill out their little paperwork and you're going to get a loan and you're going to get a grant and it'll be this. They don't know what they're doing from when it comes to this nonsense excuse to take over your life in Illinois or when it goes to the federal level where they absolutely seize and break capitalism for eternity. They don't know what they're doing. But you know what they do know? They do know how to buy and sell stocks right before big money comes in. Have you seen it? Do you realize the kind of absolute thievery that is going on to the tune of trillions? And they're all in on it. So what you did is you took that Democrat mafia model of Chicago and you exported it throughout the world. Dan, thanks so much for calling the show. How are you? Yes, hello, sir. How are you? I'm aggravated, Dan. I'm really aggravated. Uh, I can hear I can hear that. Uh, I wanted to offer maybe a positive idea. I live here in Elmwood Park too, just uh, actually west of, or east of Elmwood Park. Yeah. And um, I, like the gentleman that was on the show earlier, had gone through like a, a sickness. I even missed work in January. Oh, me a gentleman. From uh, that, it, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it was a virus because I heard it was going around as a virus. Yeah. And I checked into uh, Loyola over there, the media care center. And the doctor over there who knows me from before mentioned to me that, hey, uh, you know, I can give you a Z-Pack, which mm-hmm. I'd taken out like about a year and a year, year ago or mm-hmm. two years ago uh, for the bronchitis. He says, I'll give you a Z-Pack, but I don't know if it's going to do any good. I said, well, you know what? I'm going to take it anyway. Mm-hmm. She said, okay. So she wrote me out a script for Z-Pack. I got the Z-Pack at Walgreens there. And I took it, and uh, the thing was over within five days. Uh, it was pretty bad. I sure. I can tell you that. I mean, well, that's what's... no, no, no uh, actual diarrhea or anything like that. All oh, right. We got diarrhea talk a... on us. It's Easter, Dan. It's Easter. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I work at St. William's Church. I'm, a, I'm the uh, organist over there. Really. Anyway. So I just well, then watch your language, that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to keep wearing it again. Well, I'm glad, Dan. I'm glad you pulled through. I'm glad everything went well. Good luck with the new shorts. We'll be back after this. 312-642-5600. Are you sure we're going to be back? Yeah, leave David and Joe and Mike and Phyllis on the line. But are, are you 100% sure? Yeah, unless I get hit with the corona. Okay. okay. I'll put mustard I'll on it and eat it. Yeah. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 
running, folks. I always love when people call. He's running. And sometimes I get caught on the phone during the beginning of the show, but it's all right. I, I did tell you that uh, we had 20 seconds. You know, I, you know, we've got that relationship now where I kind of treat you like my wife. I stopped listening just to you. Just ignore me. Yeah. yeah I just stopped listening to you. That's all good. Right. That's healthy. Let's go to Dave. <laughs> David, thanks for calling the show. I'm sorry I cut you off before. Uh, th- th- that's okay. Uh, I, I enjoy the show very much. I enjoy the subject. I'm, 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 I'm not happy we're in this position. And, and small businesses like mine are getting demolished, okay? They're getting it the worst. The large Amazons are, are really, some of them are benefiting, you know. Um, but, but I have a solution. I, 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 I think you're going to, I don't think you're going to like this. <laughs> I don't think you. All right. I don't think you're gonna. Yeah. I don't think you like compromising. But at least you gave me. At least you gave me a warning. Go ahead. Okay. How about all outdoor businesses can open up, and and that many of them are small businesses like flea markets, farmers markets, you know, hot dog mm-hmm. like like vendor, you know, stuff like that. What do you think? So, David, here's the problem I have with it. Not everybody has. A outdoor business. So what you're doing, here's the problem. Here's here's what the goal is of the socialist and the Republican. They want to pull you into a debate where you're you're following their lead of ticky tack solutions versus the premise of of what exactly the free rights of of a man is. The reason I'm so proud of America or was the one before it was assassinated. The reason I was so proud of it was because that's the premise of it. And it was it was like it was uncompromising. You you got to the only equality in this country was the equality of opportunity. What happens after that is because of you. Good actions and bad, right? So the idea I, I that we can but it's not a compromise yeah. with a solution. I agree you're working for a solution, David, and I like it. But what about okay. that guy who started that, that business that's six months old that doesn't have well, the beer garden? But I think there's a case to be made for this sort of thing benefiting yeah. him because what you're doing is the, the, the socialists, in order to take control, have to keep controlling it, right? So they have to do that through message and media and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you, can, if you can show a publicized example of, hey, here's people operating these types of businesses safely. Let's take that example and move that to others. And you can use that as a way to say, okay, then you can't, you have no more excuse to keep these businesses closed. Right. And I like that. I like both of what you're saying, or you could do the American thing. Just grab your gun and go to work. No, the American thing is we can tell you the information and you as an, as a, as an adult, as a man, as a woman can make your choice. You as individuals, you as a business owner, you as a business, thank you, David, you as a business owner. You can decide. Violent hang up. If I like violent hang up, yeah. you can. Dis- it reminds me of all my old girlfriends. You <laughs> can old school phone. Decide if you want to open your businesses, and you, you consumers, you get to decide how you want to live your life. Yeah, and and we don't want any pool insurance, you know, emergency insurance. That, oh well, we're not going to cover you because there's some federal program or something. Just let you know, people negotiate with their own insurance people. You know why socialism fails? Workman comp will cover you. Great. Okay, open. Socialism doesn't fail because its intentions are wrong. Its intentions, on some hand, are very uh, altruistic. The, the intentions of the people who support it, yes. The intentions of the people who implement it, very rarely. Right, but the sales pitch, right? The yeah. utopia. Who doesn't want utopia? It appeals Everybody. to the, the humanity in it. Socialism fails because it's a bad formula and it rewards bad actions. You realize in this check that everyone is celebrating that goes out? You're giving it to people who beat their wives. 
You're giving it to scumbags and lowlifes and pedophiles and deadbeats. You're giving it to, 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 to just rotten people. And you're just giving it to them because they exist. There's no thought. And by the way, that also goes for businesses. Some of the businesses will now profit through the, through the generosity of socialism and then close and stiff the American people on the loan. You do remember 2008. We'll be back, and we're going to bump it up to the federal level. 312-642. Clear the lines. We're going to take all new calls. 312-642-5600. But wait, there's more. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, and we've ju- I've just been informed yes. by my trusty sidecar. That's right. By the way, there's not a sidecar made we could get your big derriere. Well, you, you know what? It's it, um, it, We're about the same height. I'm, I'm wider than you. I, yeah, it's sort of like a motorcycle and a sidecar. <laughs> um... What, what, what is this not right now that we're in? Uh, well, so we've never been live on Easter for a second hour before. That's right. So this is our inaugural second hour mm-hmm. of the first ever second biannual Liberty Hour live Easter Spectacular and Rhythm and Blues Review. Extravaganza. Festivus. Spectacular. All right, whatever. But I'm trying to get a read from the bigwigs, from the suits yeah. that gave me the second hour. Do you think the name's too long? They, they, I can't, I, I think they, I think they hate it. Like if I text or call, cause I like, I get that delayed response. Yeah, generally. And, and I have the same responses is I hate hearing from you. Yes. Last, su- last Sunday night, most calls that we've ever had. We really did get bombarded. And I love the calls, you know, so I'm like, Hey, we had a few to, uh, you people listen to the show. Marcus too. is like, yeah, you know, I did. You did very good. I really enjoyed it. I'm like, well, come on now. What about a third hour? Because you know, I a third hour. I want to push it, baby. You don't get anywhere by not pushing. Ah, uh, yeah. It's like uh, it's like watching a young Art Bell. But you know, I got to tell you, brother, I'm used to the old <laughs> capitalism. I don't know how this new corrupt corporatism, collectivism, populism. How does it work? And I almost said the BS word, but I didn't. Yeah. But you people know what I mean. How it works, right? Because I'm looking at this the, the actual the bill that went out, which I cannot fathom. Almost as much as I can't fathom the, the way our freedom's been taken how, away. How many, uh, how many pages was that? They don't know yet. Do you know that the bill, <laughs> they, they just jammed $6.2 trillion, <laughs> just jammed it out. Mnuchin, I, all his pals. I spent two hours looking for a, a, a scored, you know, not, not by the CBO, but just a scored copy, like, a, like a, a print copy so that they could, you know, I could see how many pages there were. I know it's over 2,000 pages. It's way over 2,000 yeah, Way pages. over 2,000. And the ink wasn't wet. I mean, it was still it wet. It wasn't dry. It yeah. wasn't dry. And Trump, Nancy said, we need another trillion. Did you see that? Yeah. Nancy said, we need another trillion. Trump said, no, no, no. Make it two trillion. Yeah. That's why when my buddy asks, are you yeah, a Republican he's hoping, or Democrat? He, he forgot never been what prouder. game we're playing. He's hoping she folds and he can just walk with it. It's like liar's poker. Yeah. 
It's not the politics of, of, of America anymore. It's Liger's Polka. No, and they're both, they're both holding blank cards. That's the thing, is if it goes bad, they're holding a two. If it goes well, they're holding an ace. And, you know, it, I've been so blessed by AM560, and, you know, I have, I'm always on Twitter because I have to let this out. You know, I, I can only work out so many times in a day. So I tweet a lot. And I have this wonderful woman, and I know I, I have her pictured in my head. She's like an Aunt B, but not the one that looks like Pete Silvestri, like an Aunt B, like a nice woman from a small neighborhood. She's probably wonderful. And she always sends me those, but thank God we got Trump, you know, that Trump, 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 Trump. And I keep saying, no, no, miss, you're wonderful. And I could tell you're wonderful. Apple pie, the whole nine yards. You do realize that this could have never been done by anybody but him. He could have, no one could have ever been the Trojan horse of absolute and total government takeover other than somebody who the conservatives, who the Tea Party trusted. That's the only way we could get here where we've got a $6.2 trillion bill that was shoved down our throats that nobody even talks about. How in the hell can you possibly pay for it? Can't pay for it. But before the ink is dry, he's shoving another $2 trillion and more to come. And at the same time, this Democrat fraud. Now, see what I like about the people listening to this show. They don't know if I'm going to say Peter Navarro or Steve Mnuchin. But let's go with Liza Minnelli, because he's my favorite, and I know he shaves his leg. His leg, Steve Mnuchin. It all went out. The money went out to his friends. You know the one that they're trying to pretend is going out to small business, which, by the way, for all those guys out there who own small businesses, why don't you call, if you have the time, 312-642-5600, and tell me how easy it was for you to get the money. Because you got the money, right? You already got the money, right? It isn't that they didn't know what the hell they were doing again, is it? Is it that they had no idea what they were doing again? Dawn, thanks for calling the show. How are you? I'm good. I don't, I don't want the money. I want to go back to work. Um, no, I'm going to tell you. I told my wife, take the money and then buy the lottery with it. Let's double down on government no. cheese. Go ahead. No, you know, you know, though, I think I'm saying two, two things at work, and it's both parties. It's this extreme wanting of control. And double-mindedness. I mean, I'm seeing it all over the place, you know, with Governor Pritzker saying, well, you know, we can't be too careful. You know, we'll just cancel everything. Meanwhile, the city of Chicago is bankrupt. But, you know, the thing is that... So hold on, because I want... Hold your thought, because I want to talk about that with you. This kind of emergency, this kind of opportunity to the bankrupt, failed government and businesses with connections is the greatest gift that could happen. Because if you read this bill, on, and not everybody has, and I've only read fragments because that's all they've released, in this ridiculous, bigger than the national debt was in 2000 spending bill, in this bill is a bailout for cities and states. So this is the greatest gift to the corrupt Chicago mafia-run Illinois and Chicago that could ever be. They're going to sneak this in under the wire. And all their scumbag Democrat mafia portly members who have been robbing the pensions, who have been getting the contract, they're going to double down on profit. This is a gift to them. That's why they're trying to do it so fast and trying to make you panic. It's the, it's the greatest financial crime ever perpetrated on a country right now. And, yeah, I, you know, you know what I think is the biggest crime, in my opinion, 
And when I talk about, you know, they keep talking about it's all about saving one life. And I, I, would, I would listen to their motives for one minute if the same thing that came out of their mouth was, so we're closing all abortion clinics, but they're not. It's the same people. So you know what? I can't listen to, that, to those people because their motive isn't, isn't pure. And number one, you know, you, you can try and control whatever you want. But God is in control. And until this country acknowledges, I mean, it just acknowledges that there's a God that's in control, I don't think anything is well, ever going to change in this country. Dawn, I respect you and I like you and I really appreciate that. But I'm going to tell you what, if, if he's in control, what the hell is he busy? Is he busy? Is he busy? <laughs> I, I mean, really, is he busy? Because if you're in control, it looks a lot like chaos to me. So I don't want to fall back. Here's the thing, Don. I don't want to fall back on religion. So we stop raging against political corruption and absolute lies because you said something pure. What the hell is pure, Don? There's nobody. No one is pure. We are all a number away from corruption. And we had a system that was set in place that had checks and balances and restrictions. And guess who blew it apart, Don? Trump. Trump did. And the, and the Democrats are going to win, too. And they wanted to blow it apart. But don't take your eye off the ball. Don't take your eye off the Democrats that are running this nonsense. How could you give one man like Steve Mnuchin absolute and total authority over $6.2 trillion? How in the world, in American law, is that allowable and constitutional? Even, even, one the, guy. even anybody, anybody, even the person with the best scruples shouldn't be in charge of that. He's, you know how many financial scandals this yeah. scumbag is involved in? All right, let's uh, scumbag. We let's got get time? Mike in here, and then uh, we'll start with Ken on the next one. And he looks like Liza Minnelli. It's an uncanny resemblance. Mike, thanks for calling the show. Hey, Sean. You know, we live in such a topsy-turvy world when we have Republicans angry at Democrats for holding up a $500 billion bailout <laughs> bill crazy. that we know nothing about. Just a few days after we spent $6.2 trillion. And I have a, there's a guy here in town I know, small business owner. I think he's in the restaurant business, so he's falling on hard times right now, I'm sure. But uh, he, he's angry that uh, Congress adjourned and won't pass the relief bill. So he went from wanting the government to get out of his life to relying on government to pass bailouts. Because, bill. and you want to know what, and Mike? The thing is, he's, just a, he's just a victim of repeated propaganda, and it's given to him by somebody he trusts. I think you're responsible for your own thoughts. No, though. it's given to him by somebody he trusts. Uh, look at how Trump has taken the position of Andrew Yang. He literally has right. stolen Andrew Yang's platform. And now conservative Tea Party members got their got their napkin tucked in their collar and they're saying, where's mine? It's it is it is what broke American capitalism is is right now. We're living in that time. And I'm going to tell you what, Mike, nobody knows how it's going to look and how it's going to work because it isn't going to work. By the way, all this stuff that they're doing. You tell me how the market rallied. Go ahead. Yeah, real quick, and he's saying, oh, we need to get Republicans elected. I'm like, there's no cavalry Republicans. Oh, We're in a left-wing, solid-blue power bureau state. It's, it's the thousand years of darkness that happens after every socialist takes over the reins of a country. 312-642-5600. Missed it by that much. This is the Liberty Hour. 
here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Fake, 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 fake. 312-642-5600. So a friend of mine texts me. He's like, listen, why aren't you going to talk about the Joe Biden and the Democrat? Listen, to me at this point, what we're doing, we're just negotiating who we prefer to manage a government-controlled collectivism. That's it. Who do we want in charge of the socialism we've just turned into? And I, I don't think anybody's going to vote for Joe Biden. I mean, he sent out Christmas cards. I don't think they're going to have an opportunity. I don't think they're going to have an opportunity to vote for Joe Biden. I think they'll have an opportunity to vote for uh, Cuomo, for Hillary or Cuomo. Yeah. Cuomo with the nipple pierced. Yeah. You know, it's kind of freaky, huh? Well, you never know when you want to go fishing. He's got his tackle already. You go freaky. Some freaks out there. And and wear a thicker uh, shirt, Mr. Governor. So what we're Just talking wear about, a damn did you see shirt? the shirt? He had the, the, the golf oh, it's, shirt it's, on? It's super thin. And they, he got, it, He's got to know better. And it was a news a His news wife must have asked him to wear that shirt. Who broke the story. The, the, the sicko's got his nipples pierced. And this guy's, he's made it to governor? I mean, it's bad enough. We got Cream Puff Pritzker, the Ruprecht of the Pritzker family, the dumbest in the whole family. Why couldn't we get the brother, the one that actually made the money, runs the marathons? Oh, I know why. He was smart enough to get the hell out of Illinois. You know, that's that's that should have been what I asked at the end of the hour one. Who in the hell is going to stay in this state after going through this house arrest, this imprisonment, this shutdown? And by the way, McBath, I'm on my way to the studio. I used to complain. Once again, we could do the whole Sean was right. I used to complain about commercial real estate. If you listen to the show over a month, I would say, oh, there's a new property here. There's a new... It is absolutely going to implode. You could not have designed a real estate collapse better. All right, let's go to Ken. Thanks for calling the show, Ken. How are you? Sean, great to hear you tonight. I, I, the first time I heard you, and in, in, uh, I usually listen to Dan and Amy in the, in the morning, but when you, you set me off talking about that witch governor here in Michigan, my gosh, I mean. Uh, Ken, can you believe what she did? I don't know if you did? heard about what she did. No, she might have been. Uh, reversed it, but to come out and to threaten doctors that they cannot use that oxychloroquine or they lose their license. Did you hear about that? Here's what I know. So I'm glad you brought that up. Here's what I did. I saw her in her SS officer black leather uniform on yeah. the podium as she said to the people of uh, 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 Michigan that they cannot gather at all or go to each other's house. And I have to tell you something, Ken. I said to myself, how in the world in America could this happen? And I haven't heard anyone talk about it. It was a news blurb that somebody sent me. So you're saying she said that you cannot use this drug that has some fantastic results from what I understand against COVID-19, right? How does it work? Exactly. And then I think she's since reversed it, but just to... I mean, like, where in the hell do you come off telling me this, you draconian bitch? Ken, you know, oh, you, oh, you, you got the dump on there. Ken, uh, it's actually it's, technically allowed right, for that. Right, but, no, no, that's know. okay. Ken, that's, I want uh, to ask you something. I was under the impression that after the collapse of 08, Michigan hired a Republican governor who immediately started to implement and transi- transition that state into more of a fiscal responsible state. Am I wrong? Did you know... You you hit you hit it on because we were doing well. I mean, you know, first you had to look at the in, in the the midterm the twenty eighteen midterm elections. I heard the estimates from eight to ten million registered Republicans didn't even turn out to vote. We we had we had the guy running for senator. Um, I'm gonna because I'm nervous. That's I'm, okay. Don't worry about you know, it. Take your time. For, 
the, the black guy who's a tremendous, wonderful guy running for Senate to take, you know, to take that Debbie Stabenow, Stabenow seat. Why, you and, racist um, son of a gun, Ken. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Yeah, cheering on the Go black ahead. guy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're a conservative. You can't like yeah, this, yeah. this This guy that was running, I mean, he was a superb guy. We, we You know, we could have had him in. And the, and the, and the state was on, on a good track. Now, I don't know why, you know, but I mean, she now I I just saw in a scary Friday I saw that the report was that she cracked down she extended the lockdown and that there could be like a really? up to five hundred to a thousand dollar fine if you're non essential. You believe I mean, this? this? Is, what are we living in here? I'll tell you what. It, How it, are people it, putting up with this garbage? Ken, I have no idea, but I'm getting awful fed up with it. And I will tell you the black leather. I mean, you're governor for, for God's sakes. You're not trying to pick up some guy in, in some divorcee bar in Addison. What the hell is going on here? Woody, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Are you there, Woody? Yeah, I'm here. How are you, buddy? Okay. Okay. Are I we talk- connected? Yeah, yeah, we're connected. I talk, you talk, and so on. Go ahead. Okay, okay. I didn't know that I was on the line here. Um, my boss started trying to get one of those forgiveness loans so that he could help save uh, our agency. Our agency yeah. is uh, hurting. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the government uh, the government paperwork was two pages, but then he's supposed to take the government paperwork, take it to his bank, and the bank wanted 35 pages. <laughs> it's going to take him three months. Yeah. Three months to and- get all the, uh, the reports back so that he can actually apply for it. So but, it's but, not, but Woody, it's the not sales- a system that's good for the average. The sales pitch was so good, Woody. Didn't it sound good? Didn't it sound good when they were selling you that nonsense? I mean, it sounded fantastic. You're going to get a loan, and if you use it for this, you won't pay it back, and you'll get it in a week. Well, and and, and he was saying they're, they're taking so long to process the paperwork at the bank. It's not about saving the economy. This is about getting you on the hook to the government. It's about the inside guys, Woody. Yes. If your boss was some low-life scumbag who donated to many, many scumbags, oh, you'd be he fine. wouldn't have you'd be all right. Everything would be fine. I am so sick of pretending this mafia-run corrupt nonsense is American. It's not. Mm-hmm. There is no socialism that works, not even populism, which is socialism. And you all bit the bullet here. And I'm going to tell you what, I, don't, I, I honestly, I don't know how you beat it up. Because I thought we had laws. I thought we had enough conservatives. And I mean it, McBath. I thought lawyers would come out of the woodwork when You'd they tried so. this stuff. You'd I really so. did. Where the hell is everybody? Oh, they're just scared lemmings like everybody What about else? the Liberty Caucus? They're good conservatives. Len, yeah. thanks for calling the show. How are you? Len? Len, are you there? Oh, oh. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Hey, I uh, just wanted to say, uh, sorry, this is well, your boy, Mac Len. Um, oh, I just wanted to say that uh, follow up on Ken from Michigan. Uh, we've also had our rights of going to our separate properties. So if I'm, you know, living in downtown Detroit and I wanted to go up to my cabin or something up in uh, the UP, I can't leave my house anymore. I can't go to my other property and leave, you know, Detroit, Wayne County, Isn't which is ridiculous? the worst hit right now with the coronavirus. Can you imagine that? And we laughed because Australia did the same thing. They arrested yeah. people if they went away for Easter. Yeah. Incredible. Len, this is America, man. I mean, we've been walking around for how many years thinking and believing all of that nonsense. Well, but see, this goes back to what you and I have been saying for a while, and many others. It's not like we invented this thought, but that the Constitution is only as important as the defense put up in, in you know, 
Glenn, I, I was proud. You, only, as, only as much as we will not tolerate violations of the Constitution, that's the, what it means. I was so, Once you tolerate, it's gone. I was so proud of being an American. I really was, Len. I was proud, not because it had government He said program. his name wasn't Len, by the way. Oh, I don't remember sorry. what it said, but I must well, have misunderstood him. Well, you wrote down Len. I must have misunderstood him. This problem. phone sucks. All it's right. not my fault. I was so proud of what, of what we all had <laughs> He's in Len common. Now. Yeah. You're Len for tonight. I was so proud of what we all had in common. I was so proud of the idea that even if you disagreed with somebody, they had the freedom yeah. to, be, to be, have their own opinion and to have their own liberties and their own right to their life that they could say, ah, I don't want to buy into that nonsense. I'll go open up a real estate company. I'll be a beautician. I'll go into business and install air conditioners. Can you? No, you don't want that. Can you? Sure. And the reality is we are their servants. And at a whim, like a light switch, they could take it away from us. No matter if we were good at it or bad at no, it, no, no. if we were you, responsible or irresponsible. You need to rephrase that because on a whim, on a flip of a light switch, we will give it away to them. I'm not they giving it away, they brother. Could, they couldn't take it unless we were willing to give it away. Like I said, Gestapo, I'll leave the house tomorrow, 930. Everybody knows where I live. I'm leaving and I'm going to my other business. Now, granted, I have to sit there by myself and smoke cigars, but it's a lot of fun. And I'm doing it anyway. Len, I'll show for, up and make faces for the through night, the window. Thank you for calling and thank you for making that point. And you know something? We, we're mad about this. Where we kind of know. Yeah. Kind of know. This is a, this is a mafia-run state. Yeah. Blagojevich, by Here, the way. Jersey. Did you see that scumbag, Blagojevich? Yeah. He was giving uh, tips on how to have Easter mass at your house. Yeah. A convict, scumbag, corrupt well, he Democrat. He also had the uh, how, how to do you, make... How do you go to mass? How to make a... Uh, a bandana into a into a face mask, yeah. which is something that I think all of us have been able to do since age four. And for fifty dollars, he'll call my wife up and, and wish her happy birthday. To <laughs> is he doing those prostitute like, like that he cameos? Is. Oh goodness! I only in this state oh, would he be boy. touted as a hero. And let's give him time. Yeah. What a scum! The scumbags get ahead. The good guys get taxed Pretty and get shut though. down. Three one two. Everybody's got to find their niche. Don't hold it against them. Fifty six hundred. I was hoping to go in the radio business so I could make fun of them for two hours a day. Moron. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. So as we turn over our absolute trust and faith to government, I'm, I'm searching my memory. And I actually have a really good memory, especially when it comes to 70s vehicles and who drove them. I could name every, one, every car my cousin Michael ever had. Every car. Um, but I keep thinking, when was the last time the government... Managed, ran, predicted anything correctly. Ooh. Is there one time? Can you name, can anybody out there name one time when these massive predictions? Salt Lake City did an okay job with the 2002 Olympic Games. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't, did it come in under budget? Is that the one that the, uh, that the was, Mormon that was and the, the Magic Mitt Romney, underpants? Yeah, that was, okay. that was the Mitt Romney intervention wow. uh, after a failed original attempt. And yeah. When you do have burlap magic underpants on, you focus. Look, if there's something the Mormons can do, it's an event gathering for a large group. Sure. How do you get comfortable in burlap underpants? got to ask one of them. I don't know. I can't even get comfortable at that altitude. I wear hardly any underpants. When I do, it's normally reversed. I'm too fat for mountains. All right. But um, as we watch all these government bureaucrats tell us how this particular disease, which they just learned about, how it's going to affect us. Yeah, but they've got it nailed. They've got it nailed. 
So we all rallied around this one little Italian guy who looks a lot like my Auntie Mary, Fauci. We all rally. He's got to be good. He's Dr. Fauci. Can I say just one thing? Sure. And most people probably won't get this reference, and I apologize for that, but it is set in the western suburbs of Chicago. The Tom Hanks, it's a pretty bad movie, but the Tom Hanks movie, The Burbs. Do you remember that movie? No. Where they had, they had a family, it was oh, sort of an yeah, Adams yeah, family movie. type yes, next yes. door. The old man, the, the, the sort of the grandpa with all the weird experiments and everything. Mm-hmm. Dead ringer for Fauci. Also my Auntie Mary. Just saying. Handsome woman. Um, anyway, he's been making a lot of predictions and early on the, the, the thing that he did that really kind of got the attention of hysterical totalitarian fascistic communists pretending to be Democrat socialists was he threatened the fact that this could lead to a quarter of a million American deaths. If you remember, he predicted a quarter of a million American deaths by Easter. And that was what led to the automatic shutdown, mainly of the Democrat-run, crime-ridden, Democrat-mafia states like New York, New Jersey, and Illinois, and Which California. Which would be fair, population center. California. And I, California's an interesting case, but we can come back to that. Yeah, well, they're just looking to have day off anyway. Can no, I think, I, think, California? I think California got hit with it in December. Because if you look at their numbers yeah. now, and their population centers now, there's obviously some herd immunity going on there they're, they're, they're obviously we're dealing with this before anybody knew what it was. well that's a state full of so many simpletons that i think uh well it's also a state that a lot of people fly into from asia any twosome so. newson is at 78 percent approval rating which is oh, awesome insane. did you see that it's insane 78 percent. you all must live in your house and stay there and no one go to work and 80 percent of people love this it's insanity to me so fauci was on cnn yesterday this clip is from yesterday or maybe, or maybe it's Friday night. I think it was Friday. Friday night. Excuse me. Um, I'm starting to be like Crocodile Dundee when you don't have to do anything. Get a little Biden moment. Um, anyway, so he's on with Jake Tapper on CNN. And all the phony baloney uh, uh, Tea Party conservatives have been beating me over the head for three weeks about how this Fauci's Trump's guy. And he's got he's got Trump's back and they're lockstep. And I have always Is that said, why they're constantly saying different things from each other? Any, any government bureaucrat that can not only be in the bureaucracy, but in the upper echelon of the bureaucracy and survive transitions of four them. terms is a scumbag, yep. is a fraud. Anyone. And I, I stand by that. We don't even have to go to the FBI to prove that point. Listen it's to this. It's the what would have, what could have. I didn't set that up right. So Jake Tapper... Yeah, it was pretty asks, terrible, actually. Jake Tapper asks him, because they want to blame Trump for not hurrying, ask him, do you think he did enough? Did he really manage it? And this is what Fauci said. It's the what would have, what could have. It's very difficult to go back and say that. I mean, obviously, you could logically say that if you had a process that was ongoing and you started mitigation earlier, you could have saved lives. Obviously, no one is going to deny that. But what goes into those kinds of decisions is is complicated. But you're right. I mean, obviously, if we had right from the very beginning, shut everything down, it may have been a little bit different. But there was a lot of pushback about shutting things down. Now, only a government bureaucrat could speak like that. Yeah, you know, when my wife and I bought a house, it was complicated. Um, But we went ahead and we waited until we had the adequate information before we acted. But that's the greatest non-answer. That's 30 seconds of not only... It's hard, to, it's hard to say what's going back. And so he already qualifies it with there's no possible way to answer this question. Mm-hmm. 
And then he starts into a non-answer anyway. And Fox, the next day, will play a clip to where he says, absolutely, Trump shut the shut it down at exactly the right time. And his actions are the reason his prediction of 250,000 dead by Easter are wrong. Right. And, so, and the actions of governors. Yeah. This is what a bureaucrat does. But then also MSC would take a clip and say, could we have saved more lives by shutting down in February? Sure. Yeah, that's their clip. And what, so no matter what anybody says, it's going to be just spun around. No matter it. what their failure is, government is the victor. Yeah. Are you on to the scam yet? Or do you still trust anybody that's in government? 312-642-5600. Or do you still think they're your representative and not your ruler? Put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. You know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, do you X, Y, Z? You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. So in the bill, particular gripe of mine, if you've been listening to this show or me doing radio for the last six years, I've never liked the financial malfeasance and corruption and skullduggery that takes place between companies that are cozy with government and that have lobbyists, campaign contributions. I do appreciate that about Sean, and I love him for it. Thank you. And fronts where they used to give to the foundation, whether it's Clinton or whatever it is. And they're just buying government favoritism. Well, transparently. We've been talking, in particular on my shows, when I do shows, about the repo market and about the fraud that's been taking place in corporate America, about how it was always really kind of a pump-and-dump scheme that companies were learning how to monetize debt to where they would take loans and make it appear as actual growth of the company. And they would not only do stock buybacks, which is, you know, depending on your opinion, is, is, is right or wrong. I mean, it's the company money. I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I just think people should be aware of it. I've never had a problem with a company using its money to buy equity in itself. I, that's, that's, I agree. What's right? the problem So I agree as well. But where the devious nature comes in is when they take debt, they are are not buying assets or growing the company organically, but are giving themselves pay raises to make themselves look like they're more efficient and eliminating people. And they're frauding, in in essence, an Enron math scheme. And that's been a lot of it. Now, where the problem comes in is when they can't get the debt and the only way they can pay it off is by taking new debt. Right. And That's we call that years 2011 to, the, to, the, to 2020. Basically. That's what's been happening. In this bill, specifically in this bill, is an absolute wipeout of all old debt to where we, the people, are financing the payoff that they were having trouble paying. And now the percentage that they're paying back to the government is 1%. And by the way, they're not going to have to pay that off if the government approves how they spent the money. Now, the reason I'm so aggravated is the guy who's in charge of this decision-making is an ex-Wall Street Goldman Sachs Democrat money bundler for Barack Obama named Liza Minnelli slash Steve Mnuchin. So the, the problem I have with this system is 
It's in the shadows. It's behind the curtain. And it's up to one man. There was an oversight guy who worked for for the federal government oversight SEC division. And Trump just fired him. How could you do that? How could we have the both the largest spending TARP emergency bill? And by the way, there's two more coming. And our congressmen and women are not in charge of the oversight. And what brings me to this is, a, is something Trump said that he's 100% correct on. And he's going to use it as a political weapon to get support while not practicing the same thing. And what I mean by that is his outright outrage with the World Health Organization. And he's 100% right. The idea that we give the World Health Organization $450 million, and they are financed, and they are an entity that exists on the citizens of all these other countries, and they are dead wrong constantly about everything, we should stop giving them the money. And we should start practicing that same kind of financial uh, uh, criticism that same kind of failure and fraud to these massive bills that are thousands and thousands of pages that bail out, not just, are we just so distracted that, oh, they shut us down. And if you have a beauty shop, if you have a, a, a heating and AC business, if you have a, a business, you can file the paperwork and you'll get the loan. Have we as Americans started to replace capitalism with this phony socialism and these debt instead of growth. Because the reality is, Macbeth, if you believe those numbers they were telling us, and you were to, if anybody, if there's, I don't know if there's anybody left who believes that we're going to turn this thing on like a Camaro, and it's going to be, I think Trump called it a V in the chart, and we'll be right we back might, to better. We might be able to turn it on like a Camaro. You know, first six times it doesn't work. you got to get out some cables, pop the hood. Just for a minute. Right, yeah, just for a minute. Sorry, I'm a Ford guy. Uh, You're GM, never gonna, yeah, I yeah. caught the GM hip check. Yeah. Just for a minute, I want you to think about the character of what you witnessed in this country. Oh, jeez. In 2008. Of people, oh, in 2008, okay. Of people practicing yeah, all right. strategic default. Yeah. Of your neighbors just saying, ah, my house isn't worth it. I'm just not going to pay my mortgage. Yeah, and, and you know what? That, uh, that didn't affect your property value at all, did it? <laughs> See, Illinois has never gotten back to that. <sighs> They lie to themselves. They cook the numbers. States like ours have never recovered. My point is... Well, how could we? When you, when you have the heavy, the heavy foot of government on the neck of business like you've that. You've just, just taken that, though. Yeah. And you've times it literally you by seven. You allow margins, at least. You've times it by seven. And you've given it to people for businesses, most of whom didn't deserve it. Most of whom has really no idea how they're going to pay it back, and they're hoping that they don't have to. For the first time in American history, you have an American government subsidy where the people and the government say you don't have to pay it back. This isn't a loan. This is a payoff. And the reason they're paying you off is they're hoping you don't look at the real crime, which isn't happening to the beauty shop that gets $20,000 or the, or the cigar store or the... AC, it's happening by the hundreds of billions of dollars to the same scumbags that survived 08 and they profit and give themselves bonuses. It's time we start to talk about principles and fundamentals, damn it. What is happening to our country? 312 642 5600. This isn't populism either, this is BS. We need a fuel! 
<laughs> Why, the only cure is bed rest. Anything I give you would only be a placebo. Where do we get these placebos? Maybe there's some in this truck. <laughs> I mean, ouch! This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Think Joe Biden is still aware it's Easter? Um, I think they're probably still working on just, you know, explaining the coronavirus issue to him. I think, you know, you know, as I as I reflect on my frustration... He's still trying to spot it on the coffee table, and they're like, no, 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 sir, it's too small for you to see. There are so many things I like about Trump's candor. There really are. Yeah. And um, I... Inadvertent honesty is actually my first, my first love I'm when it comes si- to that. I'm sick I'm right, though, about all the fraud and about all of the populism and about all the collectivism. I'm just sick I'm right. And I'm well, sick... But it beats having the wool over your eyes, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. But um, here's the problem I have. I was smart in making my decision to open my or to take my real estate company from the sewer Democrat mafia, Illinois, and move it to Florida. It's great. I did it a few years ago. And, you know, I'm to the point now my kids are older a little bit. I mean, I still got one in high school and I want to make that leave but you you're tethered here to all of your friends and your your family and you're watching it and you realize there's nothing they could do to improve Illinois to the point of getting our property values back to normal to getting our taxes where it's equitable to be a a successful person not just some welfare low life because what you're seeing in Illinois is the destruction of a great, once great state. And you know, Macbeth, I, I, I bought a bunch of security cameras. And just by happenstance, before all this happened, my neighborhood is, is, is okay, but you know, it's, it's going... It's close it's, enough to the city, you know. The yeah. city's got huge we're, problems. We're essentially kind of in the same spot. The city's got huge problems. Yeah. Okay? So I'm, I'm on this, this, and I bought the, that ring and all the cameras. Yeah. It's really amazing, by the way. The doorbell thing? How do you like that? I love it, dude. Okay. And what they do is you've, they've, got, they've got other cameras around the house. Yeah. But there's a whole network, and it's right to your phone. It's instantaneous, and I pay so it, it goes, goes to the police department and, and all that yeah. stuff. But they have this, this report where the citizens are saying, hey, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. Oh, in, the, in, in their the service. App, okay. In the app. You'd love it, dude. Yeah, that is cool. And um, they all post the camera. I'm a big fan of useless notifications. And, you know, I'm looking at this, and it's, 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 it's about all different kinds of of people, yeah, white people, black people. Uh, that shouldn't uh, surprise anybody. But here's the thing. You've got all these people now desperate. And I can't help but notice. There was one, and I was looking, it was, a, it was an older guy, and it looked like his kid. And they're breaking into a car. Mm. And you're th- I'm thinking to myself, what is happening here? This is a neighborhood that it's this would have never happened. from generation to generation. It's heartwarming. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a heartwarming story. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, we've come to a place where they have us arguing as if we have a side of political parties versus a side of right and wrong. Government and over you. Earlier, that's, that's, the sides are just, just the left hand and right hand side of the shadow that government puts earlier over Earlier in the show, a guy accused me of, and, and rightfully so, of not being willing to compromise. And all I keep thinking yeah, you about. You should be proud of that. 
all these conservatives, all these capitalists compromised what their fundamentals and beliefs were for 10 years to take a chance and listen to the lesser of two evils and the scheme of national populism. Well, now you've got it. It is here and it is a massive, absolute umbrella and hub of failure and corruption. Are you still going to be in on it? Or are we going to hear the drumbeat of the lesser of two evils as guys like Mnuchin, guys like Peter Navarro, rule over us in massive ways to where I can't tell the difference between Illinois or the rest of the country anymore? I really can't. I have had a great time. Easter extravaganza. Uh, We will be back next Sunday. I want to thank everybody for calling and listening. I do appreciate it so much. Thank you. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.